The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. The Barbecue Show on KTOE is brought to you by Garlic's Water. Your water has never been treated so well. Howdy, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. That is Stunt. And that is Jake. Oh my God, we're in total radio voice. <laughs> wow, that never happens to us. This is, this is a much, we get excited about the Barbecue Show, that's for sure. Thanks for joining us today. We uh, we hope, hope uh, we certainly do appreciate it. Hope your new year is off to a great start. Stunt, your new year is going well, I trust. So far, here in 2023, it's finally stopped snowing, so yeah. That, oh man, there is that. I tell you, <laughs> you know, like, we're, we're the, uh, we're the hardy folks uh not to be confused with the hardy boys a whole different right, story different from our thing. childhood but uh we're the hardy ones who uh, love to uh, grill and smoke and uh, be out on the patio year round it's tough though when it's just constant snowfall yeah it's constant snow i can deal with some snow showers i can deal with the cold but when it's just constantly it just gets to be a little much you start to lose track. Like, did I shovel? Did I not shovel? You come out, you're like, oh, there's more snow. Of course there is. It just hasn't stopped anyway. Right. So, that was quite the week. But uh, uh, yeah, how tough. about you? Uh, same thing. Just the snow has just been everywhere. You know, and it's interesting because we did a show uh, last year. We talked, we did want to show where we specialized in. Uh, uh, outdoor winter grilling. Remember, we right. talked about some of those things like don't, you know, don't as much as you want to, don't pull your open air grill into the uh, garage. Right. And don't cook too close to the house. But the other thing we talked about is patio safety. Like if your if your patio is covered in snow and ice, you don't want to slip and fall and you know drop your food or worse yet, pull a uh, Weber kettle full of hot charcoal down on yourself. Or whatever. right. That's all I could think of this weekend is I'm like watching the snow pile up, and then if you didn't get to it right away, it would freeze, and then we got the freezing rain under it, and then. And you're out trying to chip ice off the patio. It was a mess. And then at one point, you find yourself just sulking in the kitchen waiting for the pizza <laughs> delivery guy, you know? Yeah. So It's so much work this. to be outside today. I just want to go out there and cook some stuff. And <laughs> not to, somehow, have you, ever, have you ever encountered this uh, stunt, and maybe our listeners have also, where uh, I call it the duck hunting syndrome? Like I, I used to hunt with this old timer way back in the day when I was a kid, and he'd always say, uh, his direct quote, if somebody told me, I had to work this hard for a paycheck. I'd tell him to go to hell. <laughs> I'm never okay. Yeah, that's duck I've heard hunting. that line, but that's, never- that is duck hunting in a nutshell. Do you ever feel that way sometimes about barbecuing and smoking? Like you're like all of the prep and the part, everything that goes into it. And sometimes the yeah. hour, like with it's a more good so brisket, the, when you get yourself to an obligation to do it, when it's all of a sudden becoming more of a project, more than a, more than just a hobby and a project that you do on the weekends. All of a sudden, you're like, well, I got to do this for this person. I have to do it this way. Yeah, and it kind of takes its toll a little bit. It uh, it does so. Uh, never lose sight of why we do this. For the fun. To feed the masses. Oh, yeah, and fun. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, yeah, we do this for the fun of it, that's for sure. Uh, so today on the show, a very uh, no guest today, but what we do have is something almost as rare as a good steak and a guest on this show. And that is, we're going to talk about... Uh, Healthy oh, yes. barbecuing. I wasn't sure where you were headed there. Yeah, for we're going to talk about healthy barbecue today on the show a little bit in uh, the second segment. So, and I know that sounds odd. That uh, the average barbecue show listener right now is driving down the road, going, "What are they going to do next week? Vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are these? What are these guys doing? <laughs> They're totally different. New year, new them. I don't like it. Uh, something's wrong. There's no like a weird parallel universe. I we assume that there are some people out there who have new uh, routines or trying to be healthier in the new year. It happens. 
and you can still grill. You can still barbecue doing that. So we're going to kind of lay it out on how that looks. That's a, that's an excellent idea. How, speaking of which, how was your, we did a show last weekend, but how was your New Year's Eve? Did you do anything I, crazy? Well, so I got sick the week between Christmas and New Year's a little no. bit. So it kind of just ruined everything from me. I just yeah. couldn't get moving. I have, I have yet to grill this year. Now I'll be changed during game day. Vikings football, I got to put some on the grill. I have to. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely different for me because I, uh, I I love the grill, but I just wasn't able to do it during the holidays. And now uh, I live vicariously through you because thankfully you did get to do some grilling. I've been I've been pretty nonstop already this year. It's been fun. I've been a, the recipient of grilling. We talked about this a little bit last week, but uh, uh, prime rib for Christmas. Yep. Uh, done on the uh, done on the smoker on the pit boss. And my my uh, it would be my father in law's brother. So my wife's uncle does the the cooking on that bad boy. And I think we talked about this a little bit last year where he uh he kind of messed it up because yeah because you know if you, uh, you are getting familiar with this uh compromise you know where uh <laughs> in where, a relationship in a relationship Ugh. where you go i think we should do this and she goes well i think we should you're like i, I like a and she goes i like b and then you compromise obviously and you go with b b yeah <laughs> that's how that works so uh that's what happens at our christmas yeah just when i think this is cool we've got this routine we've got this tradition and then my sister-in-law my wife's sister she'll be like i don't think we should do prime rib anymore because it's just too fatty so let's do a tenderloin uh, instead ruins everything and I'm like, Ugh. all right you know what it's a large chunk of expensive meat fine i'll just get it done I'm, I'm willing to compromise and then uh we did tenderloin two years in a row and last year uh they they messed it up it mm-hmm. was overdone and it was you could tell they rushed it and so, because it was a little overdone, it was a little dry, and it was a little tougher than it should have been. It wasn't bad, bad, but it was for a nice beef tenderloin, which, by the way, is not cheap. Right. It wasn't that great. And I didn't help with the cooking because, what's the rule? If it's not your grill, you can't just start helping out. You don't touch it. That's right. You don't touch another man's grill or his fire. That's the rule. That's the rule. Sure, write these down someplace. We should. We should write a book. <laughs> we can't, we will never have a book, folks. Was, yeah, unless unless there's a ghostwriter out there who wants to come in and listen to us and write it out because we're never going to take the time to write it. That's down. accurate. It's not our style. Uh, we can't even, have to be an audio tape for us to even listen to our own book. Right. We yeah. can't. We won't, we can't even do a cookbook. <laughs> Like we try to give each other recipes and like then what? And then just put some stuff in there. Let's go. Just figure it out. <laughs> Come on, man. So at any rate, what, oh, so uh, I said, what what happened with? The, the, I was playing Santa Claus last year. Yeah. And my brother in law is going. To, we always do uh, prime rib and shrimp, and he's going to grill the shrimp, you know, on the on the smoker while the thing's going. And then he, later he says, "Yeah, you wouldn't believe how much heat really comes off that smoker when you lift the lid." I go, "What?" It's 12 degrees outside. What are you lifting the lid open for? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, like 25 times. They kept checking on the beef. No, can't do that. Kept checking on the beef. And then they had it open so they could do the shrimp. And it. And so this year, I and said- You're looking. You ain't cooking. That's right. And so this year, I told my wife's uncle that. I said, you're going to do it outside? He goes, yeah. I said, on the pit boss? He goes, yeah. I said, uh, you know, it's going to be- Because you remember Christmas this year. Christmas was Blizzard. cold. I said, you got a, you got one of them blankets, right? He goes, yeah, yeah. I got one of those. I picked one up. I said, okay, good. So button that thing up and don't go in there. I said, because if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Right. And he's like, oh, that's a good point. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> I had to remind him of that. It turned out really, it turned out perfect. It was perfect. And, and I, you and I talked about this earlier in the week about how uh, sometimes you have to set expectations. This is, happens in the political world a lot where the, they don't want to debate because if you are the uh, the obscene premier front runner, you're just destined to win the, the seat. 
you can only make yourself look worse in a debate. You can never actually improve. So right. you have to you have to lower expectations. Well, from the minute we got to Christmas, my wife's uncle was like, "Yeah, I don't know. That thing's really quick and a lot faster than we thought it was gonna. Oh, I no. think it's gonna be done pretty quick. We might have to eat earlier." And I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna ruin this prime rib." And it, no, it was perfect. Good. It was perfect. And Good. you know what probably happened? Um, what? He probably hit the stall. Oh yeah, when it's when it's going so fast. Yeah, because yeah, me will do that to you. You're, you're thinking you're cooking so fast, you're like my gosh, we're gonna be way ahead of schedule. You start, and you always have the tendency, like I should mess with the t- with the temp settings. Don't because it's gonna hit a stall. When you're working with a big piece of meat, that is, mm-hmm. you're gonna hit a stall, and you're gonna be like, oh wait, now it's not going. What's going on? Yeah, and you gotta push through the stall. So, uh, if you ever in that level, a spot where you think it's cooking way too fast, you kind of had it set up in your head of how long it would normally take. Right. Trust your math originally because it's probably gonna hit a stall and take a little bit longer. And don't. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Don't panic either. You know. Right. Sometimes people panic. Like, oh, that's done, and then you you pull it off thinking it's gonna finish faster. But no, it's always gonna take as long as it's gonna take. Right. So, uh, make sure you stick with that. So anyway, uh, yeah, Christmas was good, but you know we got scared, and I think we talked about this last week on the show a little bit how we weren't gonna get to Christmas maybe because of the weather. So I ran out and I bought another prime rib. That's right. Yep. And I bought some shrimp. And so like if we got locked up, who does that, by the way? He's like, well, we might not make it to Christmas. I better go buy some prime rib and shrimp. <laughs> we do that. <laughs> and we're not that bougie, folks. It's like, you know, we, we don't go buy prime rib every day. All right, let's just. But if you're going to be stuck at home on Christmas and you usually have prime rib and you want prime rib, go buy yourself Correct. a prime rib. Now, I will say this also. I bought a, I bought a roast that was a little over six pounds. Uh, less than seven, more than six. Uh, it was the same cut, and it was a choice cut, not the prime, uh, because I could have got the same for the same price. I could have got something that was a little over three, under four pounds in the prime, but they were so close. I looked at the marbling on the two, and I'm like, they're so close. Right. I just you can usually do just fine with the choice cut. Anyway, you, I so. think you can too. I yeah, agree. Don't don't let that scare you. Anyway, so I bought one. Uh, so uh, for New Year's Eve. I uh, we did our own thing New Year's Eve, but that Saturday was where every, or I'm sorry Monday where everyone celebrated. New right. Year's, uh, I pulled, I cut the thing in half and froze the two halves because you know what, you're not going to take a six pound prime rib out just any old day of the week. Right. So I took this one of the halves out and then uh, I cut it into four prime rib steaks oh. for dinner on Monday. And I didn't, did I tell you about this? Oh, so we did them on the flat top, nice out on the patio, and I did it with uh, uh, some herb butter. Oh, you know how you never put, go wrong with that. Yeah, you know how you put like rosemary and thyme and stuff on your uh, on your prime rib yep. when you're cooking or on your steaks even too sometimes. So and then the butter. Well, we use my wife makes uh, homemade herb butter for Thanksgiving. Oh, and so love I it. did that on the flat top with the steaks. Bangle. That sounds really. Have you ever yeah, tried the carry uh, carry gold or oh, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff is the best. Uh, I uh, bought that um, just the other day at the store because they had like some fuel saver points or something with it too. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I'll give it a shot. Like, what's that going to be like? I thought that'd be kind of cool because it's expensive though. So I was like, well, we'll just give this one a shot. Carrie, uh, that's Irish butter, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah Irish yeah. butter. And I've never used it before. And I usually don't, with the price of butter going up only more and more, I don't want to. Get two, too crazy. Two boxes in my fridge, two pounds in my refrigerator right now of carrot butter. Yes. So you guys two, use it a lot. Oh yeah, we do use it a lot. Well, see, the beauty is, is that it's Irish and it's made with, uh, it's made from cows that eat nothing but four leaf Jam- clovers oh. and drink Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's how they oh, make it. Oh, it's great. It's true. I've seen it. It's crazy. Yeah, the cows are very well treated. They just lay around and 
Drink the Jameson. Drink four leaf clovers and drink Jameson. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> like, how much more can you ask for? Oh my uh, gosh. The Kerrygold butter, though, uh, they're not lying on the color. Kerrygold. It's very, it's very goldish uh, and colorblind hmm. guy here, but it's much more yellow. I'll definitely have to try. We haven't yet to try it. I just bought it because it's was on sale, so I wanted to check it out. The uh, Here's a good analogy if you've never tried Kerry butter before. Yeah. Uh, the difference between Kerry butter is to normal butter what a dry aged steak is to a fresh steak. Got it. See, that's the That was a good analogy. That's the best ever Completely right there. understood what you're saying now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so man, I'm just I'll tell you what. I think yeah, that, that was a good that was a good analogy. We're gonna yeah. keep this radio show going. That's what you're thinking. <laughs> All right, we, we probably pretty sure. No, I'm just saying we're gonna keep it going. Like with the, the, those kinds of analogies, we got we got a very bright future. Where we will we uh, oh ding! I just got an email. We've been re up for one more week. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a week at a time contract. No big deal. <laughs> we're good to go there. So all right. Anyway, uh, before we get too crazy and run out of time, we have to. Um, because uh, we want to talk about healthy barbecue, and we're going to talk a little bit about the old sous vide. That's right. You keep talking about this. No. You're getting more and more excited about it. I am very much in love with this thing. But before we do that, we should get to our barbecue show tip, tip of, of the week. week. That's right. And in the light of getting ready to talk about healthier grilling options, uh, let me point out that you have to... Okay, this is hard for me to talk about, actually. So let me backtrack. It's Okay. It's what you're supposed to do. Don't do as I do. Do as I say. Okay? All right. All right. Healthy portion options is what you're supposed to go with. Three to four ounces or about the size of a deck of cards is technically what a portion of steak, beef, whatever, pork, whatever you're eating is going to be like. Now, when you say deck of cards, you mean like that whole size or that that shape? Because I've always heard like the size of your fist. Is pretty Probably much Probably that size. I mean, a deck of cards is more than, is less than three ounces, right? right? Right. So I'm not exactly sure. Either way, I'd say your fist is what you're going with. It's probably gonna be a good, accurate number. Okay. Um, but it's if you for you and I, I'm sure we a lot of people grew up with the Clean Your Plate Club, which yeah. I'm still a member of. But technically, you don't need to eat all of that meat. You don't need to eat all of those sides. You don't need to have those bigger proportions always. So when you're grilling and you're thinking about being healthier, as we go into the next segment, keep in mind, portion size. All right. I'm going to show him to the parking lot. We're done. <laughs> done. We won't be needing him anymore for this show. But uh, actually, okay, good tip, son. And uh, especially if you made that resolution to, to get in better shape for the uh, new year, that's a really good stuff. Uh, really good tip of the week. There you go. All right. We're going to talk a little bit about healthy barbecue on the barbecue show. We'll do that when we come back here in just a moment. The barbecue show tip of the week brought to you by Schmidt's meat market, downtown Nicolette. The BBQ Show. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. All right, welcome back to the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. I'm Jake. I'm Stunt. Thanks so much for joining us. We do appreciate it. Um, So today, to start the new year, everybody likes to make New Year's resolutions. And uh, we're no different. Well, I mean, I'm different. I don't make resolutions. I don't like to make resolutions (laughs) either. But I do try to be better when the new year starts. The good, you know, restart time. It's. uh, I always like to think of the new year the same way I look at most Mondays. Like, I got a chance to start over fresh here. 
Let's uh, let's do it. It's like like you know like when you get when you that first day out of jail, you're like I can do anything. <laughs> it's just like that. I'm a free man. No, uh, in all seriousness, there are a lot of people though that uh, that you start. There's two popular resolutions for the beginning of the year, and one is uh, save more money, and the other one is get in better shape. Yeah, you know, be healthier. Uh, whether that's exercise or food or diet or whatever. Uh, so we thought we'd do a little bit of healthy talk today. So yeah. uh, I mentioned the, the wild game feed. We're going to do, we have a wild game um, a barbecue show coming up uh, in a couple of weeks. So I won't get into all the details of it, but suffice to say, uh, venison steaks, uh, they were back straps, or no, I'm sorry, they were tenderloins, similar area, that were done in the sous vide. And okay. we have talked about the popularity of the sous vide. You, you'll notice with when it comes to the barbecue stuff, there's a lot of, uh, it's very trendy. It's like the wedding industry. It's very trendy, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a long time, you know, uh, the, the, the the egg style things. The eggs, the green egg was a big thing. And then the pellet smokers took off right, right before COVID really happened yeah. is when they really started on fire, right? People loved them. Loved um, and then now it's been the, the, the sous vide. The sous vide, and it's been around for quite a while, but they've gotten... They've gotten better. They've gotten much more affordable. Uh, and the beauty of the sous vide is that because of you're cooking it in a sealed package in water, uh, you never exceed your temp. Which like, is the weird, coolest and weirdest thing ever. Right, right. Now, with meat, of course, you have to be con- you have to be careful because when you hold meat at a certain temperature, it's going to continue to cook if it stays in that warm environment. Right. So you, it, the length of time is still important here. But now you can run them with, uh, you have apps that tell you when to take them out, how long to let them rest. It's, I mean, they're really taking the simplicity out of it. But here's the thing. They, because you're not applying outsourced, outsourced heat and you're not, um, you're not overly oxygenating. That's a heck of a word right there. That is a word. Yeah. Um, you are not drying out. Okay. So you're gonna you're you're locking in moisture, which means you don't need all of the things you normally would need to maintain and lock moisture and to keep from sticking or burning off extra moisture. So literally, you need just a touch of oil usually to make sure it doesn't stick to the packaging that you're putting. In. Usually, like a zip top type bag, mm-hmm. um, or you can get fancy bags that come with it, and then it's submerged. So you can put a little bit of seasoning in there, but you're not applying all of the extra stuff you normally would, like. We talk about with the doing a steak on a cast iron pan and bathing it in all the butter and there. Um, all you have to do is just a little bit of oil and then a little bit of uh, some seasoning in there, and then it cooks right up and it's perfect. Then you flash it. It's a reverse sear. Then you put a little bit of crisp on it with a little bit, a little bit of, of color, a little and- sear and some color. Amazing. The texture of those venison steaks were uh, probably the best I've ever, ever had. Yeah. Uh, I immediately started shopping for a sous vide the next day. And um, <laughs> as soon as I find the right one in stock, I'm done. I'm pulling the trigger because well, it's amazing. And you've talked about the sous vide for a long time. And so the fact that you actually end up having some a meal that way and your results from that is pretty incredible to hear about. Because right. uh, as we talked about earlier... The barbecue show talks about everything for food. I mean, right, we right. had we had conversations about crockpots for how long, and, <laughs> we did. and uh, there, there's so many different ways to cook food. And I'm excited to have you buy this and let you try this, so I can see yes. how it goes and and go from there. Well, and the cool thing, and, and again, I don't want this show to turn into the sous vide show because we'll probably be able to do one about the sous vide here in a couple of weeks. But the uh, the beauty of it is is that it's changed from what it when, it when it first started as a big cooking apparatus like a crock pot or a fry daddy type right. set. It I, used to be a uh, container it came with right, and now the you you literally only have to buy the actual cooking wand is what it looks like one of those immersion blenders. Okay, picture that in yep. your head. And it clips onto the side of any vessel that'll hold water. And you put the water in there and you set it. 
It's like Ron Popeil. You said it and forget it. <laughs> and it circulates the water through its heating coils mm-hmm. and it maintains. And it, so it's reading all of that. And it, it, like I said, it responds to an app on your phone and does the whole thing. Bing, bing, boom. And uh, so you can use it in any type of vessel you need to, which means it's really easy to take it out on the patio with you. Yeah. And so you can have something. You can take them right from that sous vide uh, outside and then straight to the grill or the flat top right. to uh, to finish them off with that reverse sear, which really uh, which really works out well. Uh, but that's just one step of of healthy grilling. You know, the sous vide is a nice way, but it's another apparatus. You can still do it healthy uh, if you do it right. One is probably I don't want to steal any of your thunder here uh, stunt, but no. uh, first thing I would think of is what are you grilling? You know, instead of grilling fatty steaks, you know, instead of doing ribeyes all the time and bacon, uh, you can do chicken breasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do. Fish. You can do fish is the other thing I was going to say. Seafood is always good. Uh, We do a lot of shrimp uh, with our stuff. No, sometimes they get covered in butter, but you don't have to cover them in butter. You can use just a little bit of olive oil instead, and that way you're not taking in all that extra fat. And that would be one of the things I was going to say for our tips of, the, of how to be healthier when you're doing this. And it's let the actual grilled meat shine through. You don't need saucy, salty sugars like from a sauce on there or all that salt on there. Like, Kind of keep in mind the simplicity of what you're cooking and the fact of what you're cooking it on gives it flavor as well. Charcoal will give it flavor. Right. Obviously, a pellet smoker or anything like that will give it some extra flavor. And so reminding yourself that you don't always need all those extra things on top of it, at least cooked with it. And one, right. I mean, for you and I, I think we both agree, you usually like to make something so you don't necessarily have to sauce it. Steaks and everything else. If you don't have to put sauce on a steak... That's a good steak. Yeah. Now, you can put sauce on a steak and it makes things better. Absolutely. If you like it that way, great. But it's you you're not making something so you have to put sauce on to cover it up later. Right. And it's as as painful as it's it is for me to say this. We've said that too many times today. <laughs> but um I love the flat top, which, I, by the way, I think there's such an irony to the fact that most kids, especially of my age and my generation who grew up uh, in the fast food industry, that was probably your first real job if you're of that you know, uh, early to mid-50s age range. And uh, we complained and brutally hated every single minute of it. And now that we're adults, we've all ran out and bought our own grills we can stand in front of. You're right. <laughs> I guess I kind of messed up our, my trend conversation earlier because really it was it yeah. was the green eggs probably early 2010s, then the pellets. And right as COVID happened, that's when the flat tops. I should have yeah. left flat tops off yeah. that list because the last two and a half years, those were the hottest items out there. Right. And the thing to remember is uh, now in my place, the flat top gets uh, it gets a lot of. Uh, extra flavoring abuse. You know, like I said, there's a lot of butter on there. There's a lot of oils and seasoning yep. and things like that. But the beauty of it, whether you're doing a, whether you're grilling on charcoal or on a smoker, you you don't you're not you, you're not adding extra things to that. And with your flat top, if it's properly seasoned, I mean, you can do pancakes on your flat top without any trouble. There's no reason you need to add a bunch of other things Correct. that make it unhealthy. But uh, so the way you cook, uh, the way you do some of your sides, you know, consider cutting back on uh, you know. It's painful, I know, but maybe, maybe, a, maybe a grilled vegetable that isn't loaded in butter and uh, and bacon fat. Uh, I that was on my list as well. You don't need to do. I, I I don't believe this, but this is a healthy episode. You don't need to do mac and cheese 
You don't need to do potatoes and baked beans every time. You can pick apparently other vegetables to grill. Yes, I, I guess it's possible. Sp- grilled asparagus is never bad, so I, I'm, I'm never going to knock that. Grilled asparagus is delicious. Now, and the other thing to remember is mm, there, there are certain fats that aren't as bad for you as as the sugars are. And mm-hmm. so, with that in mind, I would say if you want to if you want to indulge, but you still want to try to be a little more healthy. Uh, if you're going to do ribs, for example, go with a dry rub instead of a sauce. Yes. Because that's where a lot of your calories are going to come from. And a lot of the other stuff is coming from the, the sugars and the extra things that can be in that sauce. So, you know, and it's one of uh, our favorite phrase here is to experiment and have fun. And I think that's a big part of it is uh, don't be afraid to play around. If you're like me or at my house, play around with something that's healthier, you know, a healthier recipe, a healthier style, a healthier dish. Just don't tell anybody that it's healthier. Just, oh yeah! Look what I grilled. Oh, this is delicious. And then they don't have to know that it's good for them, and because uh, there's a stigma, I think sometimes that not that. stigma is not only for kids; that's also for adults, without a doubt. Exactly. That is. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, this is healthy. That oh, is true. Man. So those are things to keep in mind. And listen, we want you to be healthy because we want you to be happy and enjoy yourself. And remember, uh, you know, if you're if you're not quite as brave, you can wait until spring to try these things out. Some of us have uh, two or three cooking apparatuses on the patio going year round, <laughs> but uh, whatever you choose to do, whether it's uh, to be healthy or it's just to uh, enjoy some time on the patio with your friends or in the garage or in the overhang or wherever, uh, just make sure to uh, experiment and have fun. The Barbecue Show is filmed before a live studio audience. 